1985 Plays on the Podzilla 1985 Network. I am your Dungeon Master, Cody Sandusky, and we are back after a little bit of a hiatus to return to Barovia and its creepy tales therein. This is PZ85 Plays Curse of Strahd. When last we left our adventurers, they were inside of a seemingly abandoned manor, but as they've climbed the stairs and other hidden ways, they found it to be much less abandoned than they expected. Before we find who is accompanying our friends here, let's find out who our friends are. Starting with Rasmus Thomason, it is Double H, who is drinking from a mug, so I jumped at the wrong moment. That's fine. I appreciate the find out who your friends are intro here. That feels very hostile. Yes. I don't know, man. <laughs> we'll, we'll see how hostile it goes. The man above me, at least in terms of my Discord, is playing the legally distinct from, but slightly similar to a Valmont. It is Aiden Valmont, played by a creator and co-owner of Podzilla 1985, Shannon Young. Yes. That's this, the first are, theme, right? No, I got it. Yes, okay. you're right. You nailed it. Uh, next to him on my screen is our resident... I was going to say Jin, but no, you're not. Again. You're yep, there it is. Retirement. It is Zephra played by Lindsay Wolfgong. I mean, Jin is in your background. It's fine. I, I'm a descendant of ones. Yeah, see, there you go. <laughs> my brain was like, yeah, that Z, not a Z, but kind of the sound in my brain for the word. It's fine. Our uh, blood hunter extraordinaire, Bjorn, played by one Kaz man over on the West Coast. Who is completely silent. Who is completely silent, yeah. <laughs> I can interpret that word. There we go. There. Oh yeah, you are. Uh, yeah, you are in a. You are in a. Cave you're currently the La, the Lacroix of voices. <laughs> three rooms over. I was about to say he's on the first floor. Oh, that broke him. That's it. And he's gone. And out he goes. We'll see you later. Guys. And he left. So while we wait for Kaz to come back, we'll introduce the final character in this, this troop way. this evening. It is Alfred, aka Old Red, aka the Man Himself, Tavert Tanner Calvert. Tavert. Uh, yeah, Tever Cannert. Uh, that is not his name. It is Turd Ferguson. Okay, <laughs> so while we wait for Kaz to return, who appears to be doing so now, this is the joy of live podcasting, folks. You find out what happens on the fly. I mean, you can give us thumbs up all day. You got to say something, bud. Words. Hey, there you go. It sounds good. I don't know what good. to tell okay. you, bud. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Things went I don't know why. <laughs> When Cody introduced me, I didn't immediately go, I'm not worried about it. There's that more dude. shit on the local news. This oh, they told me at a dinner. I didn't do fucking shit. I didn't rig shit. No. And <laughs> hey, one out of the five bodies is nude. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, bud. I don't know what to tell you, bud. We're not burying them that way. It's just thousands of bodies busting out of shit wood and hitting pavement. Boy, got to talk with a skull again. Can't wait for this to be the way I go. Uh, speaking of ways to go, the character that these three found their way into meeting at the end of our last session is, uh, well, he's flopped out of something. A coffin ain't it, though. When last we left our characters, two of them being out in the hallway, three of our friends, Old Red and Rasmus, were helping or supplementing Aiden's attempt to bring down this forlorn body in the middle of the room, which then decided to start making friends with Aiden by turning its head and snarling. So before we go right into the fun of this evening's adventures, do we have any questions or concerns? Uh, for the record, I didn't hang shit. No, you we didn't hang. You were trying concerns. to unhang. Uh, that that uh, currently is not working. It don't matter. I have a concern. This fucking world's so fucked up. Yes, it is. <laughs> 
on the scale of creepy moments in pz85 gaming i think that moment ranks up there if not at the top uh yeah. i i could feel that one in my bones <laughs> so let's, the only one i distinctly remember from anything we previously did quickly was the um I told you guys when we finished the first episode of the ghost hunting horrors of Perryville when I scared myself. I turned off my computer and I looked around. I was like, oh, now I got to go upstairs and go to bed. Damn it. I don't want to do it. There's, there's I, a, I feel you. It was dark. And there's I was a whole like, staircase of ghosts to reach out for you. It's they're waiting for me the whole time yeah. up. I got You got to run faster. They'll get you. Hundreds of motherfucking what ghosts are waiting for you to go to bed. And they all right. after your ass right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I'm not the only one because mine's the inverse. I have to turn off the light and the computer in here. The landing to the stairway is always off. So I have to go down the dark stairs to like, my bedroom. And it's the same thing. It's like, oh, I, I wish I hadn't done this. Here's the worst part. I have two on our main staircase, one at the top and one at the bottom. But if I turn the one, if I use the one at the top to turn it off, then they're like out of sync. And uh-huh. my, my ADHD can't handle that. So... <laughs> It's it's a real problem for me. Yep. Cody, when I was younger, really quick before we jump into this combat, when I was younger, my mother had a soap dish in oh our bathroom. God. That's not for me, by the <laughs> way, ladies and gentlemen. That's for Kaz, who brought the entire uh, liquor cabinet <laughs> to the with show. Him? I, feel I like, needed a drink. You said old-fashioned. That's old whiskey. That's no, all that is. No, it's old-fashioned. It's, it's old-fashioned oh, the way okay. he's going to drink himself to death. Uh, I'm going to save this story for Halloween because Kaz ruined it with all of his alcohol. So let's just go on with the combat. I want to know about the soap dish. You're going to have to wait to terrifying Tanner Thursdays this October. I don't know what to tell you, bud. I don't know what to tell you, bud. Tanner might not even be there. Tanner died 10 years ago today. Tanner died 10 minutes ago from now. Let's go. All right. 10 minutes ago. Anyway, all right, screw it. All right. So as we start this session, I'm going to need all of you guys to roll initiative. And mind yep. you, Zephra and, Zephra and Bjorn are uh, down the hallway a little bit, so they're not immediately in this moment. I did I already. 15. I got an 18. Oh, all right. Why is mine not connecting oh. again? Because I rolled. it was connected last time. Do I have to do something? Wait, I rolled a three. <laughs> That's always good. Do I, do, I have to, say, like, do I have to reconnect something? Because I just rolled. I rolled a 20, shit. by the way. But it, or it's a 19 plus one. But uh, right. oh. it's it's not automatically feeding into here, and I don't know why. Most of us did really shitty. You rolled it on uh, Beyond. Yeah. Did it you just did you use the dice on the bottom left, or did you just click? I clicked initiative. on your initiative. Is that what it was? That should still port it. No, that should still. No, do. that's yeah. That, it should when when you hover over initiative, it shows like a little B and a mm-hmm, and a red D twenty. Nope, not yeah, even, it does not. Why? Okay, so yeah, the plugin's not working. connected then. Yeah. Okay, it was. I'm just gonna tell you. You guys are gonna have to trust me on this. It's a twenty. I mean, I believe you. I'll take your face. <laughs> I, know, I yeah. know you do. I know you do. I don't want to go first anyway, so I would prefer it be you. Well, that's why I told you I had to fight that ghost. That's why he told yeah. you you had to go talk to that ghost. All right, so I ain't afraid of no ghost. Shan's got a twenty. Uh, Kaz, you said eighteen. I didn't. No, Lord, no. Take away he has 10. An eight. He's got an oh, eight. eight. God, it's right okay. there. Oh yes, I, okay, was, I see everybody. I was too was, busy looking. That was wishful thinking. There you go. Lindsay is three. Rasmus fifteen. Let's see what Zomba Man has. Well, not much better. 
Skelly man. All right, brother man. The rate things are going. Uh, well, looks like the zombie has a little bit of time to hang out with you guys. Take you. Aiden, you're up yeah. first. Um, uh, I, I will. I will Wayne, note, come on, man. Yeah, I, I will. I will note as um, as you are standing there, and he turns his head to you. Uh, the rope is still intact above him, but you do notice that his arms are starting to kind of wriggle loose from his side, as if maybe rigor mortis is breaking loose a little bit. I am going to, uh, I know I said I was going to try to cut the comedy out a little bit, but upon him turning his head to look at me, I'm going to shriek like a Wayans brother. And then, uh, <laughs> and then I'm going to take my, I'm going to take my rapier you know, that, that uh, magical one that I've got. The, uh-huh. And I'm going to just uh-huh. go for a stab right on this guy. All right. Give me give me some uh, attack roll. All right. I got a... Stabby rolls. 15 plus 5, 20 to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. Give me some damage. Now, you have to remind Sorry. me, though, this is a magic weapon. So what? this does something, right? If I remember correctly. This does 1d4 radiant damage. Okay. Well, shit. I'm going to have to roll that in plays then. 1d4 radiant damage? Yes. Is that on top of the regular damage or is it in place of? I should be in place of. If I remember correctly, a rapier is just 1d4 damage on its own. Oh, no. The one, the thing uh, that it's I It's 1d8. 1d8. Sorry. No, you're right. It's 1d8 okay. uh, radiant instead of piercing. There it okay. is. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. If Thank I remember you. right. Well, shit. I can roll that on here. Though. I'll just roll it on here. It don't matter. Maybe you do just a 1d8. Yeah. Uh, five. Radiant. Okay. My radiant damage it is. So we shall go to our next. Unless I guess I should say, you have any other actions you would like to take? Uh, other than just I'm gonna look over at uh, Rasmus and just give a, and just just look at him. After I stab it, I'm gonna look, just look at him and kind of like oh, you can see my eyes shrugging basically. <laughs> there you go. Actually, Shannon, give me an extra one d four. One d four. One d four. Because I just now looked it up. Because again, my apologies for being on vacation. Whatnot. It is standard rapier damage with one d four radiant. So now you roll nine. Okay. Good deal. So I need. All right. Thank you. So other than the free action, that's going to bring Rasmus. So Rasmus, at this point, your perspective is you're. I'm assuming still maybe starting to cradle those legs. Uh, those legs are kicking. Yeah, I'm gonna let those go. Uh... <laughs> I don't know that I ever actually got a handle on them in the first right. place, but for for I, I guess for flavor purposes, if you want, I'm gonna I'm gonna absolutely let those go. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna bust out my mace and take a swing with it. I don't really want to step too far away. I want to keep this thing locked down where it is as best I can. So yeah, I'm just gonna take a swing at it with my mace. Okay. Seventeen to hit. Seven. 17's gonna hit. Okay. And it's five bludgeoning damage. Okay. So you, um, again, you, know, you kind of maybe draw it from your side. You take that swing. You can't crack it. I don't know where you're aiming, whether it be like the hips or the waist, but you feel that thud of making contact with flesh. Maybe a little more give than you anticipate in a normal body, but you feel that body swing with the momentum. As it starts yeah. to maybe pendulum its way back. Yeah, basically, this was all just based on the fact that that uh, Aiden had already attacked. <laughs> like pretty much, I'm taking his lead on this one because I've already heard it start to attack and move. Um, and then I'm going to 
I'm gonna actually I'm gonna shuffle stuff back. Um, shuffle, yeah, shuffle, I'm gonna shuffle. shift back that one, and then that way, if it doesn't, because it's it's fairly contained, uh, I can I can throw some stuff at it next round. Okay, I'm done. Cool. All right, next one up is uh, Bjorn. You are currently outside the room with the door and the key. If I remember correctly, unlocking the other room. So it's tempting to just kind of check out what's going on in this room, but I do hear a, a bit of a commotion going on. So, as far as my distance, you got to help me with this, Cody. What's Each the square is of five getting... feet. Yeah, so 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Actually, if you have, I'm making sure you have 30 feet. Oh, yeah. Feet. I got plenty of space. As far yeah, as so 5, in. 10, 15, 20, 25. Because you could pass through Lindsay, yeah, technically, in I'm terms of game mechanics. Yeah, so you'd be right there below Shannon. If you so wish. Okay, that's if you use your 30 feet of movement okay. speed. You would be Is right the door there. open? I believe it was left open at the end it's of the last session. I yeah, I don't think yeah, anybody I don't, closed it. Because there was a funk in there, too, as I recall. It smelled yes. really bad until okay. I initially left it open. So yeah. I... Okay, cool, cool. So I'm gonna I'm gonna run over to the opening of this this door and just just let go a couple of uh, let go a crossbow. Um, seems to be my go-to at this point, um, right at the this thing's forehead. Okay. So I assume that's gonna place you. I, I'll let you if you're able to move your character wherever you wish in terms of like physical placement. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep okay. Yep. All right. Just kind of uh, like, that, just right right on that corner there. I don't want to go in. I just want to shoot from afar. Yeah. Uh, that is going to make contact. So go ahead and give me a damage roll. All right. All right. Let's see what we got here. Booyah. <clears throat> Jiminy Christmas. Oh, yeah. Y'all, y'all pack the wall. I will say you see that arrow go into I the see. flesh. Of, of this zombie or this uh, ult, whatever you wish to consider it. You catch him, probably... Okay, yeah, I was going to ask where you want to put it, so you're going to put it in his face. Okay. Well, that's, uh, again, a little more... Headshots. That's what you do with zombies. That's a little more give than what you typically anticipate with, uh, with a humanoid creature, but it does put itself in between its eyes. It's still... Curb zombies, Jesus. It's still flailing, but the momentum it carries is far diminished at this point. You can see it's starting to... Uh, guttural noises are starting to become softer. Its movement is starting to become weaker. But it is the zombie's turn. And with that, uh, you've noticed above it that that rope has been swinging and uh, creaking, and Kaz is leaving. So while he is doing that, I will let you know that the zombie, as things are pivoting, you start to hear the pops of a rope and on that last hit that Kaz gives, it gives it just enough push to where the last two threads break. Down it goes to the floor. The zombie is now on eye level with all of it. And with that, it plans on doing something with it. And so it is going to... Of the combatants that are nearby, only one of them has currently poked it with a rapier. So uh, Aiden, that zombie is going to be finding its way toward you. That's unfair. Ah, uh, well, you know, that's what happens. 
So it's going to try to do a melee attack. It's going to try to reach and slam you to the ground. It is going... <laughs> well, kids, uh, it's not going to succeed at that. In fact, it's going to quite the opposite that. That bolt in its head has uh, thrown off any perception or any uh, depth perception that an undead can math. have. Uh, he, uh, Aiden, as you step back, try to avoid that reach, he falls forward, and he hits so hard, that bolt goes through his head on the other side. Like, the arrow and all just goes back the other way. I'd like to so think that, that's what we call luck. I, I like to think that Aiden just kind of again he's he's someone he's kind of Captain Jack like he just kind of stepped back a little bit as he fell you know it was uh, <laughs> not National Lampoon but we're somewhere in like a Paul Feig area we'll see what happens. Yep. I would so like it, to go back to National Lampoon. Also, my character right. my character was You're recast as a girl. Okay, cool. So it's gonna <laughs> come down and you. Currently, it's not moving. Damn it! So I've got a. a, a speaking hey, of Johnny Depp, no. I just have another Dude. Johnny Depp quote in my head. If someone would say, "Is it dead?" and then I could say, "That's the problem. It was dead to begin with." Is it dead? <laughs> That's from two Sleepy shots Hollow. to the head. It's they always come back. They always Red, come back. Red, oh. not being entirely sure what's going on, walks over and takes his bow and tries to put another arrow through the back of its head. I mean. If you get in melee range for a ranged attack, that's going to be disadvantage. Well, I mean, I want to get as close to it as I can. Taking that disadvantage. Okay. Just take the just take the arrow, man. Yeah, there we go. Just yeah, take the arrow and stab it in. Okay, uh, give me just a standard roll, t- uh, a d20 roll. We'll classify it as like a spear, or it's a adapted spear. Like an improved weapon or imp- improvised. improvised weapon. Yeah, I, I couldn't think of the word improvised either. Yeah. I was like, uh. We'll do that. A nine. Okay. It's just enough. You you feel mm-hmm. and lucky that you do because as you go and place your arrow or your bolt right through the back of its head, you see a flail to reach up and just as quickly drop down. As you can tell currently, this creature is uh, no longer able to fight back always double tap always who's uh who's got an axe who who amongst us has like a uh, bladed weapon i'm gonna I'm red's gonna, got a red's got a hand axe i'm gonna look at red and kind of look at the zombie and then look back up at him and go you want to just go ahead and dismember that thing while we're here just in case oh is that something i can do Currently, it's, inca- it's incapacitated. It's dead for all intents that's, and purposes, as you can that's tell. Not, that's what I'll do. Yeah. Well, yeah. for right now, treat uh, initiative or as out of combat. So I'll leave the turn order up to my own. That's enough for me to, to leave the room, then. If he's going to do that, I'm, I can only take so do much, we take man. pieces with us? I'm I'm gonna stand and watch, not and and very solemnly, like not that I'm enjoying this or taking pleasure in it, but knowing zombies have a tendency to rise again, you know, just making sure that if, if this thing does rise, it it's gonna have a much harder time getting us, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Rasmus's eight- world when the dead come back to life, it ain't like this. <laughs> it's kind of like that scene in the first Avengers with Captain America where he's like, "There's only one God, ma'am, and he doesn't look like that. It ain't him. Like this is this." This is not. <laughs> this is not his world. Yep. Now that uh, Aiden, as you 
Oh, I'll go, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, as you are standing there, and we'll kind of recall back from a couple weeks ago, uh, that note that you initially noticed in the back pocket of this entity is still present there. And now is more in plain view as it's on its face and red is starting to dismember it. Do the work. Uh, before I grab the note, I just want to ask, do I recognize the, like, is it so badly decayed that I, I don't recognize who it is or can I see who it is from any of the paintings we've seen or anything like that? You, it, it has a face, at least that's somewhat intact. Now, mind you, not much helped by the uh, arrow through it, but at least from what is visible, it doesn't look comparable to anything you've seen thus far. Is it a man or a woman? Can I tell? You tend to think it's a man. Okay. Uh, but keep that in mind. I'm going to reach for that note, and I would like to read that note, please, as as Red is hacking away. Yeah. So uh, I meant to have this one typed up for you, but I'll go ahead and just take it, because I'm going to have some of these things passed to you guys moving forward. Uh, you unfold it, and it reads, My dearest love, I wish I could escape this horror. I come to serve a friend who has ventured into madness. His wife had given birth to a beautiful baby girl named Bella. The younger boy, Boris remains locked in his room, and I endeavor to keep him well. A madness has befallen him. I fear far more have run afoul in this ungodly place. Screams of horror echo through the night. I have requested to be taken back to Valaki, but the caretaker has seen to other matters, including a new young servant girl who has recently gone missing. The time has grown late, my health has worsened, and I am barely able to walk. I have not seen the Count or Elizabeth in days. The nursemaid and baby Bella are missing, and I have hoped that they have fled from far from this war. I grow fearful of what may become of me as I have ventured behind the iron door to the crypt and have witnessed unspeakable horrors that run deep underneath this hellish place. I have failed in my duties as a doctor and have failed a friend in need and failed the protection of a child. I am far too weak to leave and see this as my only method of escape as I horror to think that I may face a fate far worse than death. Goodbye. Lovingly, Dr. Moses Friedman. Well, uh, look at Red and uh, just kind of give him the gist of that and, you know, walk out to the rest of the group and mention that I think we found the doctor. <clears throat> and then I'm going to hand that note to Rasmus. Yeah, I'll read it over quickly, <clears throat> update my own notes uh, in the process. And then tuck it away with a fairly heavy sigh. Because at this point, as Rasmus is going to point out, um, there doesn't seem to be much left in the way of, of the living here. But at the door uh, that I've kind of stopped beside, it looks like that's already been propped open. So I guess at this point, there's not much left to do but venture on. Agreed. Maybe to this crypt that they keep talking about, that he was talking about. Why would you have a crypt upstairs? That's just weird. Is this, did you say this door is iron? Like, what, is it reasonable to assume this is the iron gate they were talking about? This room had a large iron lock on it, but this is not okay. the iron gate. Okay. What Got about it. the so and there's, there's still one more we haven't opened, too. Correct. Which hopefully is if you guys are able to see the map. Yeah, I, down here. Let's mm -hmm. go. I said, let's yeah, go for it. Let's tally for it. That's the only, 
Yeah, there's there's two doors you have, or two things you haven't fully explored between the one that uh, Bjorn was unlocking before all of this occurred, and then the other one. So the one that Bjorn was unlocking, that that's the one you were talking about earlier? That's not the iron door? No, that was just the one that had the large iron lock whose key matched what Bjorn was carrying. Okay, but we that he found. But we haven't gone in it yet, right? Correct. All right. Uh, I would say... Bjorn was cracking that door open when the zombie occurred. I'm in a very serious mood now because the undead have risen and it's it's go time. So I'm going to look at Bjorn and then look back at that door and ask him if he wants to... Uh, if he wants to do a little bit exploring. Open. Open door. Door open. Okay. So we're going to send Bjorn in first. And I'm going <laughs> to look at Zephyr and say, uh, That's hey, fair. You've been awfully quiet. Why don't you back him up? Magic I girl. I suppose. <laughs> Magic knight Ray Earth. Oh, he's just pushing people in. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway. He's, yeah, he's clever. Sorry, but... He's a clever one. Don't get me wrong. Okay. So as I'm assuming Bjorn or Zephyr, whomever may open, okay, so yeah, Bjorn first. Yeah, I'll follow. As you enter this room, it contains, you look on the other side, the frame of a window, but it is bricked up. And there are two dusty wood-framed beds looking about the size of for kids. They look about twin size if you were to put a frame on it. Closer to the door that you just entered, you see a toy chest. That's the item here on your right with windmills painted on its sides. All of these furnishings are are covered in cobwebs. But as you walk in the room, what may disturb you the most is that the center item you see here is a pile of bones. As you enter this room, you also... Sorry, I'll say as you enter this room, you also hear some form of scratching or commotion. Very light but you do notice. Is this room lit up or is it just dark? Right. I figure with most of you carrying torches, that's going to be your main light source with that window being bricked up. Not that outside of the Barovia is giving much ambient light anyway, but that would be your, your vision source. I'm going to walk in here too. And uh, while Bjorn is looking around the room, <laughs> I want to investigate this pile of bones. I, I look at him. And I'm like, don't no talkie talkie. I'm going to look back at him and say, oh, don't worry, I'm not going to play with this one. <laughs> okay, so you're investigating the bones. The, uh, you said, yes. You said, oh, go ahead, Cass. You said that there's a claw, clawing sound or what have you. Wait, yeah, there's is some that form coming of from, Okay, is is that... Do we, can I tell which direction this is coming from? I mean, of of your options, seeing the only things would be the back of the room. Because at least... The, it doesn't sound like it's coming from the chest. Uh, Aiden, as you investigate those bones, uh, you suspect they're human, or at least humanoid. They seem as though they've been here for a while, seeing as the, the flesh is gone, everything is gone, save for the bones. Nothing looks terribly broken. Be right back. Mm. Hello? I'm going to go over and investigate with this... him to see if it's uh, possibly I'm, the boy I'm that was locked up from the letter. <laughs> okay, so you're going to investigate the bones? Yeah. Okay. Uh, these, at least at this point, look more adult in size. 
Okay. Both of them? I mean, it's just a pile of human bones, but if you were to look into it, you would notice probably larger femurs and things of that sort. Gotcha. So not oh, okay. child. <laughs> At least not, not upon your initial inspection. Okay. <laughs> what What is this thing over near me here? Uh, that is just some more uh, toy layout. It looks kind of like a dollhouse or a where you would put figures or things of that sort. They, they very much in terms of the things of the entrance of the room make it look like a kid's room. It makes it look like somewhere where children would play. So, I mean, just to, for, for clarity's sake, this is kind of a dollhouse kind of thing, and mm -hmm. this is like a trunk? Yeah, a trunk or a toy chest, and it has those windmills that you've been seeing throughout the, the house painted on its sides. Okay. And, and you said that the, like, that clawing sound is kind of coming from this, this kind of area here? Uh, more of this portion of the room, like you would suspect the back. Got it. Got it. I'm going to go mm. ahead and put uh, one of my daggers in my hand, and I'm going to go ahead and open up the chest. Okay. Uh, you, There's no lock on it, so you're able to do so. As you lift open the latch, it, it takes a little bit of force to do it, but more so based upon just like the lack of opening. So you kind of probably maybe stick the little tip of your dagger in to pop it, but as it opens up, everything inside looks relatively normal again much like this house it's coated in dust and cobwebs it hasn't been touched in a long time but they look like typical children's playthings. much like you guys saw a floor below you see a couple wooden soldiers you see a couple of uh, wooden dolls with some very uh, moth ridden dresses but nothing a toy box yeah nothing untoward in terms of like stains or foul appearances I'm not one to often go off on my own, but that uh, that previous encounter's got me rattled. So I'm actually going to move down to this door and see if it's unlocked. Uh, that door is not, or excuse me, is locked. It okay. is the iron gate that you would have heard mentioned previously. Okay. But it does have a key lock on it, or a key. Okay. Well, I just so happen to have an iron key that I'd like to try. Okay. You pop it in there. It takes a little bit of wriggling, but it does. That latch pops and slowly hey, turns. Look at that. The, gate, the uh, iron gate creaks as you do so, but mm. you find another path. Okay. Yeah, I'm not going to head down there on my own. I just wanted to see what that looked yeah. like there. Okay. Yeah. And admittedly, I probably should describe this a little bit better. The gate isn't solid in terms of it was an impermeable view, but okay. between everything going on, it probably wasn't your biggest focus with activity right. elsewhere. But it's a it's a dark staircase that leads down. I'm guessing. Correct. Right. Yeah. At, le at least your view at this point, you see the first flight and then a landing, and then you probably surmise that it and goes it for curls around. Okay. Correct. Um. Okay. You can take the focus off me. I just wanted to see what was happening there. All right. Back to those. I it guess feels like if to be able to unlock doors scratching. and then wait. Like, I'm down with that. <laughs> like, I know how that feels. If there is still scratching going on, I'm going to walk over towards that wall okay. and see if I can hear better. All right. I need you to give me an investigation check. Okay. I can do that. 
Mm. It is a crappy one at a nine. <laughs> yeah. A sudden, as you <laughs> approach that bed, are those set of beds. Uh, Bjorn, you're kind of just looking and rummaging through the, you know, the dollhouse, trying to figure out what's going on. Zephra, your skin turns cold and you get a chill up and down your spine as something grabs your ankle from underneath. It pulls. Oh, hell no. And you fall prone. Oh, cool. Bjorn, you and Aiden both being in the room, hear what you would expect to be, or what you would, it (laughs) feels like as a kid's cackle, kind of. (laughs) As I go thump. (laughs) Little little bastard. Okay. I'm going to, so as she goes down, I'm going to kind of like come forward and like see if I can help get her back to her feet quick or not. I mean, you're gonna you aid can, me. I will gladly take the hand up. <laughs> yeah, with, with someone helping you, you will. You can do that. So, so as you stand, however, Bjorn, you and Zephyra, as you're especially getting off the floor, you're gonna notice some sunken eyes and a paler face kind of peek its head out from underneath the bed and look at you both and mutter, "Are you here to play?" And I need you to yeah. roll some initiative, please. <laughs> Damn it! Oh, curb zombies. I assume you want that from all. We of need us. to get yes. We need to get that whip slinging fella back here. I can't okay. roll worth anything. Son of a bitch! I have a jeez. <laughs> all right, I'll take that. Stupid ass little fucking curb zombie! I'm gonna stomp it. I'll say yeah. The 19 seems like you're gonna be going pretty early. All right, Red has There's a Tanner. seven. Yep, Tanner's. From the Great Beyond, Rasmus has a nine. Le- Le- yeah, oh boy, yeah, I did not realize how bad it was. Lindsay's got a two. Yeah. 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 I like to chalk my waiting on Aiden, not right? actively being in the room. I assume I heard a thud and a voice that didn't sound familiar. And so <laughs> I'm coming back, but you know, not really understanding what's going on. I'll kind of drop in here for you both. <clears throat> Jesus, what does it look like? Oh, okay. It's bigger than I expected. Oh, ooh, ooh. Oh. Ah. <laughs> ooh, it's right. It's I took. I, I actually, Cody. I'd like to suggest that I immediately take psychic damage for that. Not my character, me. <laughs> you personally? Oh, I'm, I would. I will be taking two d six psychic damage. Oh, believe for me, to, that token <laughs> to, to go behind the DM screen. The PDF for this adventure that I'm I'm using has that much larger after a page break. So there have been multiple times where I've been scrolling through the module to read, and I'm Ooh. suddenly met by that, like half <laughs> a page with. It's not great. No, it, it, it's one of those moments like, oh, I shouldn't have done this in my dark office at 10 o'clock at night. I hate this. Thank you. <laughs> so Somebody yell at Aiden. Oh, he wait, did he do a thing yet? Uh, Aiden, no, no, Aiden Tanner straight did. up out. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Aiden is not ran his die yet is he still no, that's what i'm saying he's straight up not in his room yeah, he's, he's not here scam, he's not even there oh and that thing rolled a super high initiative too i don't care for that fuck yeah yeah, yeah. it did sucks it, uh, it, i thought i did good but i did not do good it found that you oh, did good you just didn't do as good as it and you did better than all I, of us i didn't know good i did not good enough well aiden if he was here he would do 24. I think. I'd like to think so. <laughs> For all y'all, I don't know what his initiative like bonus is. 
Yeah. Uh, I don't know, because this is the only character sheet not D&D Beyond, so unfortunately I can't help much in this regard. Right? Why is it not a and hit it real quick, because it sounds like he's on the phone well, with work. Yeah. It's, yeah it's in, I'm assuming it's in Beyond, it's just not in this campaign. So I don't have access to sense. it. That's right. We got it. We got it. Yep. Give it give it two shakes of a rabbit's tail and we will get there. Oh. We had a new uh arguably uh, entertaining last night while we wait. Um yes, which, you did. which was a lot of fun if you haven't gotten to listen to it yet. Stephen Bright was on the show for the first time ever, uh arguing for the thing against Alien's argument for the xenomorphs from Alien. Uh hey, I'm which was just a hell of an argument. It was a lot of fun. Uh, first show since April. Cody, I did not realize it had been that long since you and I did Indiana Jones. Has it really been that long? April 24th or 5th. Yeah, it was the last couple weeks of April uh, all the way up to the first week of August the last time we did one. Yeah. April was not the last time y'all did arguably entertaining. It was. I keep an I keep a running archive of when the episodes happen. Yeah, this this was episode 7 and the last one was episode 6 in April. So... Holy yeah, we're shit. planning on doing some. Uh, okay, Lindsay said something to the mic, but didn't realize it was muted. She rolled for him, though. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it ain't Dude. great. Uh, <laughs> Must be, be a two in front of that. So, so yeah, no, we're hoping to do another one, not next week, but maybe in the next couple of weeks. I think we're we're planning on doing Scrooge McDuck versus C Montgomery Burns as the next. Oh. one. American Werewolf in, in in London versus the Dog Soldiers Werewolf. Dog soldiers. We have vampires versus werewolves on there, which I think would be a good one for Halloween hey, for October. Yeah. Just do a general Dog, open he's air. definitely helping someone from work right now. Yep, Dog. that's what it looked like. Yeah, you said something into the mic, and I was like, "It's Lindsay's muted. You were I, walking away, and I was like, Lindsay's muted. Wait. He's got Wait. so many things open, I couldn't read it. The so calls coming from in inside there. the house. Oh, no. Oh, oh, oh God. I'm breaking down. She's breaking down. Over here. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, the good news is we have at least three turns that happen before somebody who's not here. So, yeah, (laughs) that's good news. And it sounded like he was wrapping it up. So, okay, Okay. I'll I'll leave him there in the order then for the time being, because obviously we can just defer his his role if need be until the end. Okay, so (laughs) to get us back in, as Hunter so noted, the uh, the psychic damage that probably the thing from another world. Yep, they found its way out from underneath (laughs) the bed. As both of you. As both of you look face. at it, yeah, yeah, and that's what you see. You see a pale face with, uh, it's a smile that allows you to see those teeth, those oh. extended pointy canines. But at this moment, I just kind of scream at him like, kill it! I- <laughs> it wants to play! And no, that's what you notice. It. If you scream kill it, it kind of, again, the smile isn't as nefarious as you'd expect, it looks a bit mischievous or mischievous, mm. however you want to say it. it, it yeah, it's a bit of a wry wise, smile. Backstory wise, jokes on it when the lore comes out, but let's do this thing. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so this little vampire child, as you can tell, is uh, is ready to go. So it is going to. Oh God! What have I walked back into? I walked back oh, into yeah, a little yeah. vampire even child. Gone for a minute. <laughs> Yeah, we short version is a weird little child. Ass and this thing wants to play. I don't yeah, like that picture. I don't like that picture. I don't either. I do, we've we had this discussion already. I'm having. I'm, I took psychic damage just <laughs> from like looking it. at it. Mm-mm. This is yeah. validation. I, I just like tried it. to help up a fucking fellow gin thing. 
And I'm like, hey. Little, is he a genie? He's Jesus a genie. Genasi. Yeah. Let's kill this no, vampire. No, is he? He said fellow oh, genie. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Changing race halfway through this campaign. What the hell? Oh. I don't know what I am. Lindsay rolled That's me right. a five. That's Thank God. That's fucking cultural yeah. appropriation. Thanks, right Lindsay. Hey, You're welcome. I told you my rolls suck here, tonight. Dude. All right, so Lindsay, since uh, Zephyra was the first one to make f- uh, physical contact, uh, both of its moves are coming toward you. Actual physical contact. Oh. In both of its moves. Both. How many moves has thing got? Well, well, I mean, you got multiple. You can work with that. So its first one. Oh, boy. You can tell this is the first time this this thing, this kid, this creature has seen anybody in a while because it perks up, makes that want to play comment and it starts to reach back to slash at you, but it misses with both as I almost throw my fan off my table. It kind of goes for a bear hug style attack. (laughs) And it, it misses wildly. And in fact, so much so that it stumbles forward toward you. So, uh, as I would imagine you step back, it steps from underneath the bed, kind of in a shuffle, but so much so that it loses its balance and has to use the rest of its turn to steady itself. Okay. So right. this child is looking at the both of you and actually peers around Bjorn to see Aiden in the back of the room and says, Oh, friends, I haven't seen those in a while. And you see a glint in its eye, but as it starts to realize a little bit of what you may be, those teeth bear a bit more and those eyes become a bit more squinted. You can mm. tell it smells something and it wants yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to It's my turn, yeah? It is your turn, Bjorn. You're up. Okay. What you got? I want to get the fuck away from this thing because I know what it's capable of. So I'm going to I'm I'm going to bounce to the other side of the room here and Ooh. just let it I'm just gonna let a uh <laughs> bounce. I'm gonna out let one of my out the door, lock the door behind me, and head on home. <laughs> Stop all this nonsense. I do have the key. I do have the key. I'm gonna lock that door behind No, I'm kidding. I'm not gonna do that shit. Um but I am gonna let a bolt loose and on this thing and I'm gonna aim it straight at the at the chest. Say it with the chest. Okay. Keeps calling his shot, man. He is. Give me give me a roll. That's an eleven. That's an eleven. Sorry, I was like, I saw the dog soldiers <laughs> dope and didn't see the uh, next thing for just a second. It is though. <laughs> That's true. It is. Uh, that misses. Shit. That's okay. I got the hell away from that creature in the fucking abyss. You you uh, you fire that uh, that crossbow across the room, and seemingly at the last second, this child is able to almost bend his body back out of the way, kind of throwing his torso back and his arms up. And you see it whiz by and break on that bricked up window on the other side of the room right behind us. Freaky supernatural creature. Okay. Um, yeah, I think that's all I really got. I just want to kind of like keep my distance from this creepy little... But, uh, but he does turn his head to you because now you have piqued his interest. Yeah, of course it did. All right, Rasmus, you are, uh, Currently across the hall, having opened the iron gate to a set of stairs that go down. Uh, what, what are you feeling in this moment? 
Um, I, obviously, I've heard some kind of commotion and Bjorn's moved back toward the door. Now, I've only got four squares of movement uh, in this heavy-ass chain mail, but I'm going to move back to here, uh, cross back across the hallway, basically through the door there, and just kind of see, I guess I'm looking over his shoulder at what's happening. Um, at that sight, Rasmus whispers something or like quietly mutters something about devil, uh, and I'm going to cast Sacred Flame at it. So... It's a um, it's a save DC thing. It's a it's a deck save thirteen. Deck save thirteen. Okay. Uh huh. Allow me just a second here. <clears throat> it is it going to wants... succeed in his deck save. Shit. All right. Well, then nothing happens. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's he's gonna you know take up his mace and whisper that and sort of call upon Ilmater to to help, but it's just there's too much commotion there's too much to see through and he can't pinpoint it um and it does not work but his his eyes have gone wide this this is one too many horrors for one day for this guy yeah i bet i bet much the same things you you throw that flame boris is now uh, becoming uh by the way i'm just gonna go ahead and tip that to you my process of elimination you probably figured out who this is (laughs) yeah yeah Uh, this is the sun uh uh-huh uh, it yeah. is. It's a little more shifty now. It pivots out of the way of your sacred flame, and you see it's starting to uh, to prove himself to be a bit more uh, spry than you would have anticipated. Something coming out from underneath a bed. Ah, uh, I've seen lots of spry things come from underneath my bed, man. Uh huh. Cats. Yep. That is. Yep. That's it. That's the one. Definitely not not the wolf spider. (laughs) I was I was gonna try to be yeah, see I wasn't gonna make him shudder, but there it is. Let's be fair. That's true, the wolf spiders are my friend. I like them. We should call out into the into the abyss and see if Tanner is here. Yeah. Yeah, Oh. Is that him? Uh, well, he said he's finished chopping up the zombie and makes his way to the hallway. Oh, yeah, he so, wasn't even in the, in the yeah, room. So I forgot about that. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. So I mean, that, had, his movement speed puts him here by standard. So, Tanner, from the great beyond, you are currently in the place on the map that I've placed <clears> you. You're still outside the room by 15 feet. So you can double move and get into the room, but that would be your entire turn. Or at least your action economy for that. And I'll let him debate that. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Sure. He's okay. Extremely yep. 5, 10, far 15, away. 20. Uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. There are he's five more feet to use. Or so. Yeah. There are five more feet to use, but I'm going to give him some spaces to not. Okay. No, you got it. Cool. I feel like he comes into the room and he's like, you rain. <laughs> yeah, you. <laughs> he, just... he gets halfway through that you. What now? He comes into the, <laughs> he comes into the room with his pistol out and he goes, where's the goddamn fire? <laughs> yeah, and he sees it's like no. Nope. Why do you have that? <laughs> he just walks out. Yeah, he, he's that lead, he's that lead character called Nope. Nope. That was a good character portrayal. Tanner was really good in that. <laughs> there you go. All right, so yeah. Alfred or Alfred has made his way into the room and is staying seemingly a safe distance away, which brings up Aiden. You two are are parallel with him, about fifteen feet away from this kid. Cody. So um, you think? I am not. I am in full disclosure for everyone listening. I am not super uh, intelligent when it comes to Dungeons and Dragons. So please remind me are vampires. Cause this is a vampire, right? That's what we've established. He is a vampire. 
And from what you can tell, yeah, it's just a, a small vampire. Small. Are they inherently evil, or can they? Are they still like? Do they still have? Uh, uh, you know what I mean? Like, are they just pure evil yeah, because like, they're demonic? With it. Or yeah, can, it, can it, you talk to it? Can you reason with it? I mean, you can certainly talk to it. I mean, it seems receptive enough. Again, you've noticed from the first few interactions and the way it's been talking, it's it looks hungry, but it still is treating this kind of like a game. So there's at least some means by which you could communicate. I mean, it's spoken common, so you know it can talk. Well, I just I wanted to make sure because I don't, you know, again, I'm not well versed in how vampires are treated in Dungeons and Dragons. I just wanted to make sure if I did try to talk to it, it's not just a complete waste of time. You know what I mean? I don't want to waste everybody's time trying something. It, it, if I if I were to give you on the uh, alignment chart what this is, it's probably closer to like a neutral evil is what I would consider him because okay. vampires, much like in most things, are treated as evil, but because of his what he is as a kid right. there's still a diminished level of that uh i do want to try to or reason. So you hope. i do want to try to reason with the child first off i i want to see if i can calm it down and speak to it you know um i'm not gonna I'm, I'm not gonna act it all out because i just had a 10 minute phone conversation about work that was very i'll tell you later um uh, off the air but yeah, I, I would like to try to speak to it and befriend it in a way, almost treat it like a wild animal, like be very calming and, um, you know, kind of lower my weapons, not put them away, but lower my weapon and just try mm -hmm. to talk to it. Okay. Is there something in particular, like, like I said, if you don't want it to play through the whole thing, but is well, there like well, an opening salvo you would put out there? Like what or how are you greeting it? Well, like you said, by process of elimination, we've kind of figured out this is Boris. So I want to use its name and, you know, introduce myself and tell him that we're lost in the castle. And we'd love to play with him, but we um, we we kind of need some answers first to find out what happened to him and what's going on. You know, we're not here to hurt him. We we want to we want to help him. Uh, he, he takes a look at you, sizes you up and down. Again, you kind of see that glint in his eyes of. You are, you're something of interest. And he, he will kind of mention across the room, oh, it's been, it's been so long since I've had friends, friends to play with. So long. I've been in this room. Sissy's gone. Mommy and daddy haven't come back. But I have friends again. I would like to ask him, since we've got a, a rapport going, what happened to your last friends? That visited you. It's been too long. I don't remember. It's it's been so long. And he kind of glances at the floor for a moment. Kind of remembers there was something in the middle of this floor. You, you take it as if he hasn't surveyed his area in a while, and then looks back to you and just gives that smile. Just for the record, real quick, I don't think that Aiden was in the room during the context of what's in the middle of the room. So oh yes, yeah. Uh, sorry, I forget you were. Uh, the the things it's actually on the map as you see it, but that is a pile of humanoid adult sized bones. Okay, then I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna smile at Boris, you know, very because I have a high charisma for the record. Uh, smile at Boris and ask him, did did you do this? And point to the bones, like was this your friend? I'm gonna call out from the hallway, Aiden, don't toy with this creature. As as Bo 
as both of those happen, as specifically Aiden, as you give your phrase, he gives a smile and a chuckle. <laughs> and he focuses his attention back. He kind of puts himself in a stance where he looks at all four of you in the room. Kind of know what that just, know what that means. I'm gonna pull the yeah. I'm gonna pull the whip out and just like straighten it like that and say, then we'll do what we have to do. And uh, yeah, kill it, kill it, then burn it, then kill it again. I want I want to take a swing at him with the whip. Okay. Give me an attack <laughs> roll. Come at the whip. Nineteen plus five, twenty-four. Yeah, you know that's gonna make some contact. So tell me, because I don't have a stat block for your your whip specifically. What does your whip do? In, in this respect, do you is it strictly just like a, a martial weapon where it attacks, or does it have kind of like the light whip that I had in Star Wars, where it actually does a grapple feature? Uh, it just says martial finesse reach. Uh, I really don't know, other than the fact that it's a whip. Hunter and I put this together. Marsh, martial just means it's a martial weapon, you know, just a standard weapon. Finesse yeah. means you use your decks for the attack instead hey, of strength. Or and you then, have the choice, at least. Yeah. yeah, and then reach means you can hit from multiple squares away. Yeah, I've got pulled up in, in 5e tools, and yeah, it's okay. So there's nothing of that, so slashing damage, yeah. Okay. Actually, you'd still your... need to be one closer to do that, though, wouldn't you? I'm assuming it's reach, too. It's it's reach, uh, actually, at least as written, it just says reach of five, or adds five feet to your reach when you attack with it. Right, yeah, so reach, too. My... So you need to be at least one square closer. Yeah, it's a, like on this, it says range is ten feet, if that helps. Okay, yeah, yeah so you, yeah, Hunter's right, you'd have to be one square closer, which... That's fine. We can, yeah, I'll step. Yeah, we can uh, ba- shuffle that away. So basically, when I pull the whip out and I do this, uh, I'm just gonna step forward as I as I just crack the whip at him. Okay, you can do that. Go ahead and give me a damage roll. And apologize, and literally apologize as I do it. I'm gonna say I'm sorry because <laughs> I don't take any pleasure in whipping a kid with a whip, man. Uh, it is fuck. One plus three, okay. four damage. Four damage. Okay. Yep. I mean, you're not trying to hurt him, really. No. Or, well, let me rephrase. You don't want to hurt I him. I don't want to hurt him. Yeah. like you, I, re- you remember Kirsten Dunst's character. Yeah, exactly. No, that's in my head. I'm thinking of that poor that poor uh-huh. girl. If this dude hadn't giggled like that when I pointed at the bones, things might have turned out differently. But that the way Cody giggled, maybe it's Cody's acting, truly led me to believe <laughs> that this guy can't yeah. be salvaged. So he's got to go. It's also from the rest of us going, kill it. <laughs> yeah, I'll say, yeah, your audience, your uh, peanut gallery is giving you some specific feelings here. <laughs> oh, uh, you, it's a child vampire. Kill him. You, you, do, you do that, you pop it, and you hear a, a kind of a yelp of, ow, I didn't like that. And now its eyes are bearing on you. They often do. I'm going to introduce, as, can I just one more free action? Yeah. Absolutely. As I whip him and he does that, I'm going to introduce myself as Aiden Valmont, vampire killer. <laughs> oh, you've chosen a lane. Uh, you, you've also chosen a phrase oh, that I know. Boris, Boris knows enough to not like. Oh, I know. So, so I, any, I, any, semblance, any semblance of play, at least toward you, is gone. You make that phrase and the eyes draw lower. We're going to... We're going to have to redo this whole video. I just saw that cat's butthole. That's going to get us kicked off of Facebook. We can't post this. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Well, yeah, I Cody. tried to block it. Yes, Cody. Damn, damn I, luck. I did that. Uh, for the record, I did do that on purpose. I'm hoping to oh, get his I, attention. Oh, I fully yeah. Met, yeah. I, I fully, yeah. I should see that. So, uh, Zafra, your turn is up. What, what you got? Well, now, mind you, again, at this point, he's, yeah, he's, he's a little distracted, but he, 
He's Pussy still is fried. distracted. I am going to reach out as though I'm going to touch him and utilize my shocking grasp. Okay. Which uh, lightning springs from my hand to deliver a shock from a creature you try to touch. It's a melee spell attack against the target. I have advantage on the target if it's wearing armor, which he's not. <laughs> um, Palpatine hands. Yep. That. Mm-hmm. Do that. God, I can't roll worth anything. All right. I assume 10 is the attack roll. Yeah. I don't know why mine is automatically doing the damage at the same time. I, that's something roll hands. 20 does. It's kind of odd in that respect with spells because I've noticed that in the past. Uh, but a, as it stands, that 10 does not. I didn't figure it would. It. So you, you reach out and he quickly turns as that hand goes up and he throws his shoulder back. And for you, at least the moment, you've broken the fury that he has toward Aiden. He kind of looks at you and gives uh, a little bit of that kiddish squint and smirk. Mm-hmm. You're still interesting. You still feel like that you're a plaything. Right. Um, I am going to still go ahead and... No, you know what? I'm going to stay put. I'm not going to move away because its focus is right back on me again, and I don't want it lunging at me. So I'm just going to end there. Okay. So if everything turns correctly, we are back to Boris, who... Is focused on me again. Who, who is focused on you, <laughs> but less less so in the way you would expect. Uh, I throw a baseball at her. Let's play catch. He is going to, um, Aiden, he looks at you. The Boris looked at me? Boris looks at you. <laughs> but as he does that, you see him shuffle, and this is going to be a little hard to illustrate on the game, so do do forgive me. We'll kind of paint the mind's eye here. He shuffles back toward that brick wall, and he starts crawling up it. Son of a bitch, I knew he was going to do that. Oh, I don't man, like it. Why they always do this? I don't Spider-Man, like it. Spider-Man. So that's five. <laughs> like 10, 10, 15 puts him up on the ceiling because you would imagine for game purposes we're 10 feet up. And he's going to put himself closer to that bed. He doesn't wait. It doesn't look as if he wishes to attack most people in this room right now. But oh, he is up God. there. He turns his head to look at you, specifically Aiden. And just you hear the word growl out of him. Wait, he says growl? Oh, no, that's much worse. (laughs) That's much worse than I thought. Okay. So there's a... And you've been around enough monsters to know this this entity is now fully starting to succumb to bloodlust. It's hungry. And specifically right now, just based upon how things have gone with its interactions... You're the first course. See, that's what you get for saying words. I'm tasty. You are. I'm a tasty burger. So, wait. <laughs> Your turn to be a one. Yeah, yeah, no, it is. It's tasty burger. Some bitches on the ceiling. Just like, oh, walk y'all hands. Okay, I'm... Screw this. I'm throwing some more freaking bolts at this thing. I want to kill it. I'm just okay. screaming, kill it. Oh, he's going to throw some bolts at it. Kill it. Throw some bolts Kill it. Hold on. Let me make sure. Before I do this, I want to see what kind of like 
blood hunterness I can do that's gonna matter. Blood hunterness. Uh, Bjorn wants to slop it up, boys. I want to. I want to. It's it's Bjorn in time. <laughs> you know, Cody told him no, no sloppiness tonight. But yeah. he can't stop him. He can't stop him from making a blood hunter and beyond on his own, and then just slopping it up right there slopping at the table. Yeah, I'm slopping it up. Yeah. You, you know, got to roll the dice before they stop you. Yep, you can roll those dice and cut your hand before anything happens. <laughs> yeah, I can cut myself all up, but unfortunately, because I'm such a young blood. That I don't have necessarily anything that that helps us here, unless there was like multiple creepy fucking vampire children. So I'm I am just gonna shoot a bolt at it. Um, I, I mean, you want more? That brick wall can open. We can find some shit for you to play with. <laughs> Damn it! Yeah, that ain't ideas. <laughs> no, that that I will not do it. Tonight. Yeah, with with a nine, that will not do it again. You are are taken a bit off by everything that just happened in the last couple of moments. It's and, so pale. It's fucking and, me up. Like, and Bjorn, or, uh, Boris uh, is able to scurry away from Bjorn's uh, crossbow shot. Uh, but again, uh, interestingly enough, you just tried to attack it, but it, it, it notices something about you specifically. You almost wonder if it can tell something about you as, a, as an entity maybe what your class could be if we're going to mix game components. So yep. it's interested in you as a plaything, but the focus is back on eight. Yeah, bring it at me, little fucker. Rasmus? So uh, Rasmus, uh, Rasmus. You can like move or stuff if you want to. No, no, I'm good. I'm just chilling in the doorway. Like I'm okay. making sure I got an exit. Uh, He's going to make you go through him. Oh, I mean, no, I'm, I'm going to do. You don't have to get out of the way. No, I just, friendly I characters can pass through each other. Could do. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, my no, bad. I, I wasn't paying attention to that. No, I just wanted problem. to make sure that that was, that was the idea. All right. Yeah, um, I'm just making sure so, I can get the fuck away from this creepy entity, like, too so sweet. So, I can split movement, right, Cody? 5e lets you split movement, as I recall. Right. You can move, yeah. do stuff, and then finish out your move. Okay. Uh, I just wanted to make sure. Shit, that's not the... All right, here's what I'm going to do. So I'm going to move two in. I'm uh, Rasmus is brandishing a shield. Got his uh, got his mace up and ready. He's he's muttering prayers to Elmater again as he makes his way in. But at that point, he's actually even though he's keeping his eye on uh, Boris, he's going to turn his mace towards Zephra, uh, and this sort of like coalescing golden light encompasses her. I'm going to cast Shield of Faith on her. As my bonus God. action. Art. So, Zephyr, you've got a plus two bonus to AC until this, this uh, fight's over. Okay. Okay. That's what I was trying to determine was who needed it. Yeah. Um, and then, while I'm still at range, I'm going to cast Sacred Flame at this weird little fucker again. Okay. Um, once again, you know, talking about removing impurities from the world and, and you know, these demonic beings, et cetera, et cetera. He mentions the Elmater a couple of different times. So, again, it's a it's a DC 13 deck save. Okay. Maybe I'll give it a roll. It's one of my only... It's my only attack cantrip, so... Yeah. And unfortunately, it is going to uh, miss again. It saves. Yeah, that's what I was afraid of. I'm not very good at that one. All right. Um, and then I'm going to finish my movement here. 
I'm going to move right up underneath him and just brandish that shield. I'm basically just daring him to come at me. Okay. Yeah, the, the uh, fact you keep spitting fire at him is, yeah. again, if yeah. anything currently has tried to distract him from Aiden, you're the you're the entity that's most closely succeeded. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not verbally daring him to come at me. No. But pretty much, I'm just locking eyes with him and letting him know I'm the real threat. Yeah. Deal with me first. Yeah. You two thus far have posed the most entertaining playing with him so that's where that sets current anything else for you Rasmus I'm out of moves that's all I got all right Alfred, Alfred I'm gonna say Alfred that's why I've been so I've been using old red because I can't stop saying Alfred despite having the pronunciation guide I'm gonna, I'm gonna rename uh, Tanner in the group chat to Pennyworth <laughs> <laughs> tell, him, tell him dirty no, red I don't like that all right old red what you got uh take a shot with my bow okay Ho- ho- hopefully to be aiming for the head since he's not really paying attention to me. Mother trucker. <laughs> Mother puss. Yeah, I'm done oh, rolling God. in the in beyond. I'm just rolling in 20 because my rolls in it have sucked. Yeah. Um, rolls suck. uh, as, a, as a nat one, there's some fun I can have, but seeing as this is the first one we've seen in a while, you... Uh, I'll have your fine. Go ahead. Well, so you pull, you draw back that long, you draw back that longbow, but as you do, your hand moves and that arrow unnotches just enough. You go, it fires, but it goes straight into the foot of that bed. And as you kind of look down at that, you you stumble a bit. Uh, you're not going prone or anything because you're kind of maneuvering around this dollhouse. You're misfire. There's a lot going on. You are going to have to re-notch up, so in terms of everything going on, that's going to end the movement for your turn as well. Wait, out of curiosity here, was that seriously a nat one? Yeah. That's and why if you look, the box is red. Yeah, you got to hover over it, yeah. Roll 20, you can actually put your cursor over it, and it'll tell you the math of what that mm-hmm. actual... Yep. Okay. Shit. So back to uh, to Aiden. You are you are chief plaything right now. What do you wish to do? So can uh can I hit him with my whip from the ground? Yeah, I would say so. It's I, I made it a ten feet ceiling, yeah. so yeah, reach ten would make it happen. Or so, reach two, sorry. While Rasmus, you know, basically says, Look at me, I'm the real threat, and he looks down at him, Aiden just kind of perks up from behind him and just once again just readies that whip, spins it around for a few seconds, and then cracks it toward him again. Okay. Because I don't think I have... Let me see. I don't actually have any abilities that come into handy here. I've got Divine Sense, which doesn't really help, and Lay on Hands. That's all I got. So I'm pretty much just swinging a whip here. All right, here we go. All right, crazy time. All right, here we go. Here we go. All right, here we go. Do you want me to screenshot it? It's a nat 20 plus 5, 25. I'll screenshot it if you want me to so you know I'm not lying. Yeah, I'll take your word for it. So okay. if you nat twenty, uh, so you're trying to think of the math. So it's it's double damage if I remember right. Now, like, if we're doing it raw, it's double damage. We were yeah. initially doing it how we did it. Max, that's what it was. Yeah, I was sitting here trying to think of how we had house ruled it because I know we had talked about it being different. Oh shit! Forty forty raw was max damage, and so right. we home ruled that for Star Wars. I don't know if we ever decided for this. Yeah, one. I don't know if we did either. Uh, also, Cody, I screwed up that last time I hit him. My whip does 2d4 plus 3. I did 1d4 plus 3. Okay. I don't know if that matters now. If, if it's if it's too uh, late, like I'll accept it. 
we'll bring it together. We'll bring it together in a rush. I'll let you roll an extra one on this one to make with the uh, two few, two d four max damage. So okay, so basically so I get three d four. Yeah, three d four. But since you're already rolling the eight for the one, then just roll it up. So my my damage on the whip is two d four plus three. So I assume it's going to be eleven is what I've got for that. Yes. Thing okay. I yeah, I failed the modifier. All right. So then just roll a one d four plus three to add to it. That sounds yes. about right. Okay. I'm going to do it in here so that way I know what I'm doing. Uh, six. Okay. So 17 altogether. 17, yeah. Heal it. So I'm the best play thing. Yeah. 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 You, you, if it was a vampire, it was going to be you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as a free action, I'm going to. How does he respond to that since I hit him so damn hard? Like, what's his reaction? Yep. That's actually what I'm going to give you because it's a that's a slashing attack is how the whip is handled. So it, um, yeah. that's how it's classified. Now that's what I was asked. Is yeah, it's kind of yeah. weird how it classifies it. It's treated as slashing. Well, it wouldn't be bludgeoning or oh, piercing. Piercing, no, right? Yeah. So, yeah. It, yeah. It yeah. It'll cut. It'll cut. Yeah, like at a nine tile style. So uh, as you hit with all of your might, and you make contact. You notice that that he feels it, but you get the feeling he feels it less than you expect. Jesus. His hand, like, part of his body comes off the the ceiling. He's still kind of clung on with maybe digging those uh, nails, those claws into the ceiling a bit more. But he just screams out in agony. He kind of muscles himself back up for a second. It looks as if he's going to fall, but he pulls back up. As a free action, I want to ask him, like, you know, do you still want to play or do you want to talk? (laughs) He just looks at you and bellows, hungry. Yeah, I'm hungry. Yeah, that's I it. <laughs> you get nothing. You get nothing else out of him. Fucking. Geez. As a quick side note, if Emily shows up with a charcuterie plate for you in like five minutes, no one will be upset. <laughs> nope. At least of all me, I would be very happy with a charcuterie board. She's that just, sounds delicious. She's just in the, another room somewhere and just hears bellowing throughout the house. I'm hungry. <laughs> It's the SNL bit with Vanessa Bayer. It's my hungry guys. <laughs> yeah. No, the oh. more accurate response, she's peeking through the door. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> probably, yeah, I would be great. <laughs> okay. <sighs> That's fantastic. So we move. Uh, I, do, I guess move. Speaking of, do you have any other actions you wish to take, Aiden, since you haven't moved or done anything other than crack the whip? Uh... No, this is a pretty good spot for me behind uh, behind Rasmus. We're double teaming this guy pretty good. Okay. Uh, yeah. I do actually. So I didn't. I don't think I said it. So I want to say it now, just in case that it is a thing that needs to be said. Because uh, I have the whip, but I also have a shield, and I technically use whip in one hand, shield in the other. So I'm gonna make sure that I pull that shield out, and I've got it at the ready too. Okay. So if you're ready, if you're ready an item for that, that should close your turn. That brings us back to Lindsay Zephra. What you got? Okay, so you said he's 10 feet above us on the ceiling, correct? Correct. Okay. Well, I am going to use Ice Knife. I create an ice shard and fling it at it. And again, I am not rolling in Beyond anymore. I'm doing it in here and seeing if it's any better. Nope, not at all. It doesn't matter doesn't matter the dice just hate me tonight it does not effing matter i'm fucking believable okay you uh yeah un- unfortunately that six does not hit you uh throw that ice knife 
Uh, it, it crystallizes in your hands, and much like a dagger, you are able. This is something you are proficient in. You whip it toward the ceiling, but with all of Boris's commotion and the bellowing, it hits the ceiling and shatters a bit away from him. He kind of looks and notices you again. And at this point, I'm just getting frustrated, and I'm going to move myself back against the wall over here. He's hungry like the wolf. Because I'm not useful at all right now. And I'm done. <laughs> okay. That takes us through to his turn again. And seeing seeing you leave, uh, Zephra, seeing Rasmus and Aiden both bearing shields, at this point, the kid's hungry, and he's looking for an easier target. So he scurries the 10 feet on the ceiling. Oh, no. Rapidly crawling <laughs> toward red. Not dirty red. We're closest to the ceiling. So he, uh, he, he swiftly, as quick as a blink, turns over and drops from the ceiling and lands ready to go. And red, uh, he's coming for that neck. <laughs> I think he's offering red, what, some dirty red. What's your uh, what's your AC? Fourteen. Yeah. Uh So he's gonna he's gonna grab you, but before he can actually do anything with that bite, he kind of instead looks at you. And it's almost for a second like he wants to play still a little bit more. The hunger is there. But that glimpse of, oh, I've made contact happens. So he's going to, has you by the arms. He's shorter than you, but he's got you by the forearms. He's going to dig those claws in. And that is going to give him a little bit of damage, which I forgot I need a couple more of these. Okay. You are going to take seven slashing damage. Holy shit. Ugh. That's a lot. That is a lot. That's That would be over half my health. Ugh. This motherfucker ain't joking. Ain't joking. And at least as for right now, he is going to stay... He's going to stay within space of you because he's gotten his hands on somebody. He got somebody now. He, lo- he right. looks up at you as he bears those claws in. He gives one of those kid chuckles. At- <laughs> like, you mind now, boy. And Bjorn, I you're up. hate that okay. giggle that Cody does. I hate it. I do too, very much. <laughs> so, so with the way that things have been going, I need to, I need to steady myself. And concentrate. So, I take my 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 stogie out. I drop that shit to the ground. Stomp it. I was about to say the room immediately catches fire. No, 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 no. I gotta put that shit out. Otherwise, shit gets out of hand. This whole house. There was no asbestos in Barovia. You found out. Yeah, vampires. They they're okay with fire. So yeah, I stomp that out, and then I line up on him. Bolt at the ready to fucking put in the right in the chest. Okay. Fucking game, you better. 
Booyah! Yeah, that hits. That hits. Go ahead and give me damage. God, I hope so. Yeah, right? That damn shit. This hit this Darren in the face, or whatever his name is. Eight. Okay. In the chest, I mean, not the face. I'm, yeah. I'm going for the chest to get him off of my, my the red dude. Yeah. You know, and I'll actually... And that does it. He actually, you give him a little bit of space, it pushes him back. Like, it almost seemed for a moment like he was wanting to keep securely on to uh, Red, but he's not able to do that for the time being. He shuffles back, and he's still within attack distance, so he's not going to lose anything in that respect. But he looks at you and just... Yeah. You get the feeling he doesn't like losing, Mm -hmm. coupled with... uh, Coupled with being hungry, it's not voting well for little Boris here. What I'm else you got? I'm pretty sure I heard Boris when he got hit. He went, "Oh my, oh my!" <laughs> so I'm oh! <laughs> eight club. Where's Robbie Marino? Eight club. We need him for eight clubs dead. <laughs> eight clubs dead. I'm, I mean, nobody uh... in this house is dead. Why would hate club be dead? Just <laughs> <Justice> as pain. <laughs> I think that's all. Strad! All I can do. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think that's all I can do as far as an attack's concerned, because crossbow is technically a two-handed weapon, so there's no... Yeah, there's no no uh, uh, two-weapon fighting on that one. So, yeah, I'm just going to hang out where I am and just kind of, like, light up another stogie. Yeah. Now, I, I will note uh, a crossbow bolt is piercing, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, much like with the whip... Only Much like with the whip, he's here. pushed back. He's hurt a little bit less than you would think, but he is still pushed back enough to relinquish what he had on red, and that's the bigger focus for you in the moment. Keep it up, fucker. One of these is going to hit you in the heart. I know what happens with vampires when that happens. I know. I got the lore. He's got the power of anime and Jesus on his side. <laughs> Damn it. I... Well, first of all, for God, all things are possible, so jot that down. <laughs> is it me? Am I up? Yeah, no, it's you. Right. <laughs> it's, it's you. I'm, gonna, Man, I'm, getting, I'm getting real youth pastor energy from Rasmus, and I'm loving it. So go ahead, hit me with your best yeah, shot. I'm going to shuffle here, and basically, as I move across that way, uh, Rasmus is keeping his shield point his worrying, but he's going to take that mace and wind up for a swing. Uh, I'm going to keep it real with you, boys and girls. I'm out of spell slots for the day, so ain't nothing cool happening for me anymore until we, because that uh, sacred flame has missed three times in a row now, so. Here we go. Uh, where is my mace? There it is. Ain't nothing cool happening now either, though, is the sad part. So, <laughs> No. No, you swing that mace, and while that uh, while that bolt pierced Boris and has kept him a little, uh, uh, a little rocky for a moment, he collects himself enough to move out of the way of that mace as you swing down. He shifts oh, the other that's way. That's fine. I'm just trying to keep him off guard at this point. I just want mm-hmm. him... I just want him not... You know, on his on his game. Yeah, um, I'll say I'll say between all of you, you are starting to succeed in that. Yeah, I'm gonna stop there though. I don't want to move any further because that way I can at least keep myself mostly between him and and other folks. Okay. He tries to shift too far away from me. He's got to deal with me on his way out. So there you go. Old Red, you're next. What you got? He's muted. Oh, there he is. Haggy, haggy, slashy. Hacky slashy, cut cut. And axes, I guess. Yep. yep. Now, do you duel up or you just got one? I do have duel. 
Okay. But I don't know how that affects. Uh, so you have two weapon fighting, which means you can use a bonus action to attack with the other one, but you don't add your modifier to it. So you would just swing straight up, and it would be without that plus three. So 13 on the first one. I'll just roll a 20. Yeah, which that first one does hit. So with that with that modifier attached, you do hit. If you do wish to roll your second one, which you can roll damage for this one, uh, you would not take... Okay. Then that um, second one's Sans modifier. So your second swing misses, but your first one does connect. So go ahead and give me damage. Seven slashing damage. Okay. I rolled initiative again by accident. No, oh, okay, never mind. We're good. <laughs> yeah. I was trying right. to click away from the box. And... So I like to start I, I my get... own initiative. <laughs> I am my own initiative. <laughs> so you, you come across him and you make contact. So between that bolt and this, uh, Boris is, is frustrated but starting to d- diminish his energy slightly. But again, as these others have noted, you are not... Uh, feeling as if you're making the full effect of that hand axe attack against it. Okay. And since you are the only one currently unshielded by uh, a physical shield, uh, his interest is still in you. Any other movement or anything you wish to do? Uh, I guess let me... Can I disengage and take a step back? Uh, disengage is an actual action, so okay. no, you would. You mean that, shift. you can take a step back? Yeah, you can yeah, shift yeah. one tile back. Yeah, you can you do can that. Get away from the vampire child. I mean, technically, you could still go where you were before, right? I mean, he's still just moving one square away. Yeah, yeah you're good. You got plenty of movement area. Yeah. All I right. Done. Okay. Got to watch out for Papa Viagra there. That brings well, up he, Aiden Valmont. Yeah. Yeah, because if he moves more than one, he takes an attack of opportunity uh-huh. since he's moving out of melee range. Yep. Uh, you keep saying we're not <laughs> feeling the full extent of of the attacks, and that makes me think that there's something else I could be doing. But um, Damn heart. I know there's more I could be doing. It just has missed three times in a row. And <laughs> we're all rolling like shit. That's what's happening right now. Not me. Yeah. So far, I've rolled well, really well. Up. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna fuck it up now. I guess I'm just gonna. I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna whip him one more time. Do it. Whip it. Whip it good. I had to say something yep. now though. So let's see what we get. Fifteen plus five, twenty. Yep. That's gonna hit. And I'm rolling my. Your two D four plus three. Okay. Hear me out. Is it 1d4 plus 3? It changed it to 2d4 plus 3 because I had that nat 20. Because now that I rolled a regular one, it's back to 1d4 plus 3. Uh, So it doubled the damage. It doubled doubled it for me already. So that's my bad. I apologize. That's that's okay. I've admittedly not rolled much in D&D Beyond, so I didn't know how it would handle that mechanic, but that makes sense if it notices that. Which is cool, but at the same time, it's very frustrating. (laughs) Right. If you can believe it from our previous experience with one... uh, one Cog system. I didn't roll that 20s enough in any of my games to really know how that mechanic worked on the website. Do you... Uh, uh, we'll just go ahead and roll a... Yeah, roll well, a I was going to say, do you want to just rob me of a damage on this one since I did? Yeah. Okay, I appreciate that. Roll, I yeah, take sympathy. Roll 1d4 plus 3. Kill it. Uh, six. Six? Okay. 
Wait, you wrote it in one D four with and got six? One D four plus three. Oh my bad. Sorry. Wait, well, don't question me. I'm the one You're I'm, cracking, 20s, this, I'm cracking this vampire over and over again. I'm cracking his You're his, getting doubles and triples and ones and trebles. I'm cracking him across his buttocks. I can show you the rolls. <laughs> I can screenshot it. All right. Um, so uh, uh Boris for what it's worth is starting again, that energy is starting to diminish. He's sinking back. Even though you don't feel like you got the full brunt of that whip, you can tell that being popped as many times as this kid has, the hunger plus the the hurt is starting to uh take away some of that childlike wonder and it started just to become a bit weaker. Uh, again, uh, because I don't know much about vampires in D&D, so with bloodlust, is that overpowering? Like they can't be reasoned with when they have bloodlust? More or less. Okay. It, I'm taking it away from a game mechanic, but at this point, everything that you have had conversations with him with is that he's hungry and it's either that or nothing. Do you van- sure want to talk to this thing constantly. Will vampires eat dead flesh in uh, D&D? I know where you're going, and it's not something I would typically think about, but since there's no blood inside the flesh, it's probably not going to give him anything. Oh, okay. Touche. Well, he hung himself. He might still have some blood in there. Probably not. I mean, if he did, not anymore. <laughs> Alfred just cut that thing to you fucking even, ribbons. You don't even know when. How long Shit. ago was right. this? That's true. Before right. you hey, at, mother's at least I'm thinking, I'm thinking outside the box. No, I, that's I, what I appreciate D&D the creativity. Is. That's what D&D is all about. All right, well, that's yeah, going to... That's going to end me. Then. I need you to fall back one space. And then I'm going to fall back one space. <laughs> Get me thinking. I wonder if I got some shit in here that's silver. And I'm going to try to consume pant. Okay, cool. You you succeed at consume you succeed at consume pants so well, and I'm very happy for you thinking outside the box. I'm going to give you a a point of a die of inspiration. Ooh, what is that? I don't know. That what that is. Is. It, it won't. It won't help you in this moment, but I'll give you a I chance. Said, I said, "Consume pant," and he gave it to you. You're welcome. <laughs> All I did was just write it in the fucking roll twenty. No, it was because he was thinking creatively. Yeah, I appreciate that. This is what I do. Thank you, Cody. I appreciate that. Yeah. All right, I'm done. So yeah. So w- once you come back around, we'll we'll talk about inspiration if you wish to use it. Basically, it gives you another. A D twenty to use, where you can basically take an advantage on a saving throw, an ability check, or an attack, or you can negate disadvantage. Okay. So, move your token a spot. <laughs> I thought I did. What was it? Back one, you said. Here? Like, like come back. But yes, do that. Thank okay. you. You're welcome. Okay, Zephra, commanding battlefield here. What's your uh, What's your yeah. thoughts? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna move myself. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, right back against the wall over here. Should be my six. And okay. I am going to cast Thunder Wave. A wave <laughs> of thunderous force sweeps out from you. Uh, each creature in a 15-foot cube must make a constitution saving throw. On a failed, it takes 2d8 oh, damage. On a success, it takes half. That's like the whole room. No, if they're each five foot, right? 15 foot in every direction, right? From the initial deal. Which is why I moved my it's ass cool. back. That's true. Cool. She does. It'll be basically. When it casts from you? Yes. Yeah. A cube it's still around gonna hit me. Aiden. You're well, back another one. Mm-mm, he's three away. Count from you to him. One, two, three puts me on the vampire boy, and you are diagonally yeah. away from the vampire boy. No, I'm talking about Aiden, not me. 
Aiden's outside the three by three. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Wait, I'm, no, I'm no, no, confused no, no, no. now. Because hold on, let it's me the, let me draw. It's, it's the diagonal. Diagonal. He's three away from her. If it's fifteen feet in every direction from her, it's going to get Aiden too. Let me pull the, the spell as written. Uh, it, each creature in a fifteen-foot cube originating Radiating from, from you. me. Right. So I, so I interpret at least the way I was interpreting it. I think the way Lindsay was is. Oh no, that's true. It is going to get eighteen Aiden. feet. Right. No, so emanating uh, from her yeah, means fifteen feet spot. in every direction from her. No. Right. Yeah. But it's in a cube. Yeah. Well, I was saying, being, so 15 okay. on all sides, if what they're saying. So you're in the middle. Think of you like the epicenter. Right. It's it going to go three, every direction. If, if she's the epicenter, yeah. yeah, it's three squares away in every direction from yeah, her. It's, it's going to yeah, fill. So yeah, it would fry me too. Well, this, can, man, I hate to beat this guy, but this is another reason I like 4E better than 5E. 4E had yeah. details for burst and blast, and they were two different things, and it made it very clear if it meant in a direction from you or in every direction from well, you. And hey, that's what I kind of liked about Star Wars as well, because it had yes. the conical approach well, as Opposed to hey, right this. He's gonna hey, dive away. Hey, hey, I'm gonna do shit anyways because I'm gonna miss anyhow. But, but, but hey, look at that! Like I could move an extra space because I only moved back one. I just moved another one. That's crazy. Well, not really, because you would have been occupying her space when you did that, and you can't end your turn in her space. Right. I mean, he could have been down below. Whatever. <laughs> hey, look at that! I did a different space. <laughs> <laughs> To, All hey, right, I mean that works, Cody. I'll that trade that inspiration to do that if that if 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 it's a I, fair I, trade. I, I I think you're okay. You all okay. have that inspiration. For a okay. Uh, All right, we'll, now uh, do it, Lindsay. Yeah, like I said, we, it's not gonna do shit anyways. My God, so. it rolled so many thunder waves. What is happening? What yeah. Why did it do it that many times? It so also we'll it the, only rolled damage. It doesn't I look clicked, like it actually rolled. I clicked it once. No, because it's, oh. it's a con save. So he has to roll the save, not you. Correct. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, so the damage only happens if the, or well, if, yeah, so let's why do the save. It, I'm curious about the three times. I don't know why times. it rolled at all. I don't know why it did that, because I clicked it once. Yeah. Either way, we would have taken the top one, but as it stands, it did not yeah, Connect. it wasn't going to do anything anyways because my rolls have sucked today. Well, this one doesn't matter with your his rolls. Role. He has to roll. His yes, rolls are but good. He, you give him the DC and he rolls to save on it. Yeah. Correct. He he rolled a, he a 16. half damage. Yes. Oh, so okay. I'm not, I, he's not pushed, but he gets half damage. So six is three. Yeah. Well, in addition, unsecure like... objects that are completely within the range are also pushed up to 10 feet away. <laughs> Yeah, bones I, just be flying. Uh huh. No, you you went exactly where I was going with that. Flying Alas, poor Yorick. Your shit is airborne. Air Yorick. Um, tell me, Hunter, was that I have a right, contaminator? Well. I'm not good at it. <laughs> I boy, I couldn't tell you. You if you can tell me what that's from, though, I'll tell you. <laughs> oh come on! It's a, oh, I know it's Hamlet. Was it Act Two, Scene Two? No, Yorick is way later in the play. It's Act Five, Scene One. Jesus Christ, it is. Now, I, it shows you how yeah. long this is up. You're thinking of to be or not to be. To be or not Thank to you. be is in Act 2 scene. I only, Thank know you. The, I only know the Schwarzenegger version. <laughs> I have to quickly decide who I'm going to rename to Air Yorick in the group chat. <laughs> I, uh, I, don't know what, I don't know what I am, but I would like to claim it if at all possible. 
yeah, we can we can do that. I think. What is your? Oh well, you're big ragu. Ooh. And we yeah, that's okay, kind well, of a, that's, that's kind of its own thing. That's yeah, so I gotta stay big ragu. Line. That's fine. Yeah. I'll stay big I'm making ragu. him. I'm making him Arioric. I'm doing it anyway because everybody else has been changed recently. We keep coming up with crazy things. Big ragu, so good. Shandy, you remember what Stevens currently is? Uh oh, got us from last he's, night. He's the secret third option. Asians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh man. Boy, ridiculous. Right. ridiculous. I'm done trying to do stuff. Cody, All right. Uh, yeah, well. Rose ain't going to help us. Boris, uh, Boris being as beat up as he is, takes a little bit of a perk. His, his eyes get a little bit of a glint. Not much. You feel like he is still far worse for wear, but you feel that there's a... Well, I don't want to use that phrase because that's an actual mechanic, but uh, he's a little rejuvenated. He feels a little ready to go again. And not nearly as much as he was previously. He got his second wind. No, I avoided that phrase because specifically mechanically, it's not a second wind. <laughs> that's another thing. Yeah. That's a we're we're, we're familiar with that one. Uh, so Boris, uh, he's annoyed that he got hurt by something he couldn't really see in the way of thunder damage. And with everybody being shielded up on this part of the room, he's going to find his way to, uh, Zephra and Zephra oh, away from me. Oh yeah. Attack of opportunity. You're right. I would you know like what? to do that if he's going to yeah. do that. You have, you have a shield out, so you're not necessarily the target he wants. So yes. He will do it. He will invoke attack and opportunity. He is that okay. desperate because he yeah, wants an open meat course. Um, I yeah, it's just a standard melee attack. So mace, Correct. kill it. Yeah, that that's that'll damage. Yes. Hit. I I've been a DM I'm for cheering. so long. I was like, yeah, that'll hit. Like, yep. <laughs> uh, oh, two damage. Yep. I mean, I was never gonna do that much with that anyway. It's like a D six. I think that's it. That's all I right. get is one D six. But he'll take but yeah, that. As, as he moves, I mean, again, I've just been trying to keep my attention on him. So as he gets that direction, I'm going to take a glancing blow at him on his on his little run. Yeah. And he catches it. And you feel that thud him a little bit. But at this point, he doesn't feel, seem too impeded as he dashes over. And Zephra, he is going to come at you again with those claws. Okay. Uh, what's your AC? Uh, it's normally 14, but I have that plus two. So, 16. so it's 16. Okay. So, uh, He's going to succeed in making that claw attack, but instead of, in the sense of, like you may have noticed with Red, he dug his claws into his forearms to, like, keep a hold of him. Uh, this is a much more fluid motion in which he is going to bring those in. He looks up at you, and those teeth are born. He's trying oh. to bite you. Great. All right. And you said your D your AC is 16? Yeah. Okay. You're wriggling, but he is able to narrowly put one, like get a, a tooth or a thing of something into your arm. Okay. And you are going to uh, currently take. I need to pull this one up. Okay. You are going to take three piercing damage and two necrotic damage. Okay, so, so five how do total. I mark those things? To, okay, so just so total five, five total. But the big thing is that your max HP is going to go down by two points for the rest of this encounter. Okay. 
Is that just for this encounter? This is, is oh, a... Correct. Yeah, the, this reduction lasts until the uh, a long rest occurs. Okay. Is there somewhere that I can make that temp change on my sheet? Uh, yes, if you were to click on temp on the right side of your uh, okay, character cool. sheet. Yeah, you can actually just do... Um, so just subtract two. two on it. Okay. Yeah. yeah, if you pull that up, you're able to do uh, your new temp. Yes, yeah, so you could do seven instead. I actually That's put, what yeah, I was just, getting ready to do. Yep. So, okay. Cool. Let me. Yep. I'm gonna clear out cool. my. Uh, yep. Thank. There we go. I'll let you do that as I clicked on it and accidentally added yep. two to it. So. Yep. That's you. I got it. Cool. So that is and, and Boris. Uh, picks up a little bit as he draws I think a cat that in. Just smacked its head off of something hard. I heard a loud clang. I heard the same clang. Well, that's mm -hmm. always nice. All right. All right, and you, um, again, the guy, you know, those of you in the room, you notice that uh, this is the first time he's been able to do anything like this. You kind of see a little shiver in his body, and since none of you are facing him but Zephyrus seeing his face, he kind of looks up and gives that wicked grin, teeth redden slightly. Well, good, he's not hungry anymore, so we should be able to talk to him at this point right like uh, yeah. the encounter's over yeah i got, I got some talk i mean he, he got a taste you don't really know how he's uh handling that so far but yeah that is the end of his turn bjorn you are up all right so am i within 20 of him five ten fifteen yeah if we were going like a direct sense yes okay yeah so i got something for this son of a bitch i'm gonna chunk some holy water at this bastard Ooh. Okay. And this is two D six radiant damage. Doesn't say anything about any type of like. It just says, as an action, you can splash the contents of this flag flask onto a creature within five feet, or throw it up to twenty feet, shattering on impact. In either case, make a ranged attack against a target creature, treating the holy water as an improvised weapon. If the target is fiend or undead, it takes two D six radiant damage. Okay. Yeah, and I have I have mechanics for how holy water works for this character. So savvy. So I just roll a d twenty. Is that, that that the ticket here? I mean, if you're throwing, I would imagine if it's treated as a thrown item, yeah, it's just a strength throw or a strength attack. All right. Fuck me in the face. Dice <laughs> suck tonight. Not in the face. No, unfortunately, I don't think this is gonna go in the face. Uh, you you throw it. And you, you undershoot it a bit. You catch, and I picture kind of Rasmus in this moment. You still have that shield drawn toward you, uh, Bjorn. You don't clear that shield. You clip that shield, and that holy water does spill, but it's in this center of the room. I feel like this is a goddamn Three Stooges episode. Like, just everybody's just like ba doo ba doo ba doo ba doof ba doof. <laughs> I, I assume okay. with that throw, there's not really much of the splash radius, is there? No. That was like five feet, I would imagine. It's not enough, no. Yeah. Not the matter. Okay. Yep. Well, I'll just back away out of my fucking hole. Uh, I, I will note that you you throw this water, it hits the ground, Boris draws attention, and it's almost as if he can smell it or sense what it is, because he immediately... He hisses hard. He does not like any part of that. You I can tell that 
something instinctual in him tells him that's not okay. Yeah, I'm like Aquaman sitting at the fucking water going, if you come in this water, I got you. I'm going to kick that ass. You come anywhere close to me. All right. <laughs> While you uh, you threaten from the doorway, Rasmus, what you got? Uh, Sacred Flame, roll that up, and then whether it hits or not, I'm going to move up on him and flank him. Okay. I'm rolling up that Sacred Flame. What's the DC on that one? 13. And it's a... It's a deck save. Save. Uh-huh. Okay. It's actually gonna you make contact with it. Uh oh, cool. Alright, so it's radiant damage for the record. Mm-hmm. And it's seven radiant damage. So yeah, Rasmus is basically fed up with this kid. Uh and starts whipping that mace around again in the air just to get his attention as he's moving forward. And these like golden flames basically descend upon him and just singe him as as Oh, so Razzus is pretty much moving through this. It's like pyrotechnics, basically, as he's walking up on him, just to pressure him with that shield and keep him in place. Um, we're going to pin this kid to the ground and be done with him. And again, Rasmus has never referred to him as a kid. Demon, every time. Demon, yeah. devil, infernal. These are the only words that he uses to describe whatever the hell this thing is. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, all you, I got. Yeah, well, you can tell that is, uh, again, not okay with that. It, he takes... He takes the full brunt of whatever that was, and he is he is feeling worse for the wear. You can tell this entity is is clinging. God, it's about time radiant or uh, sacred flame hits. Yeah. Okay. So that, that's all for you, uh, old red. You're up. Red is going to move to the foot of the bed opposite of the demon. Got a token here. Thank. You. Uh, and he's going to use the Holy Hand Grade of Antioch. No, he's going to take his bow and uh, <laughs> launch an arrow at this bitch. Okay, go ahead. Gonna roll a two. Don't, 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 don't. jinx him. Don't no, I'm, I'm opposite. Hey, jinx him. fuck off. See, it's opposite <laughs> jinx. Don't, okay. don't question my approach. That's a, that's a nat twenty. It is. So, uh, for the first time this time around, tell me, Red. How do you want to do it? Oh, <laughs> yes. I just, he kneels down very coolly, draws the bow sideways, looking like Legolas out there, and just goes, gotcha. Releases and shoo, shoo, right gotcha. to the eye. Gotcha. Got that. Trump that bitch. Yeah. No. No, no, no. no. I retract no. my yeah. I know. I don't like it. I don't he want did, it. He didn't say that I did. It's okay. I, it's, I don't like it for anybody. Uh, as that sacred flame starts to uh, flicker out as it made contact with his body, Boris is turning away from Zephra, and as he's turning, Alfred lines up, takes that shot, and he takes it square in the chest. And Boris, for a split second, Erasmus, you're nearest to him. There's a little bit of sadness in his eyes. Just a very brief glimpse of, aww. And he falls to the floor. Can I run up to him and grab him by the neck and then rub his head in that holy water just to be sure? Always double tap. Always I mean, double tap. You, you sure can. I just, I just, I just yeah. grab him like a dog that just pissed in the floor, just like nah. bad boy, you bad boy, <laughs> bad boy. Yeah, 
there's no movement from him, his physical form as you do that. But as you put that body into that holy water, you hear that sizzle like fresh meat hitting a flame. It's what I like to hear. And you vampires around. Yeah. You, 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 his physical form actually starts to diminish. It's like almost like you're taking layers off acidically. As, as it is. Not fully, but that happens on the front. As it's melting, I would like uh, to walk over to the body and just kind of, because I, you know, at heart, I am a paladin. So I want to say just a prayer for the boy as he's dissolving. And again, apologize. It's not something I wanted to do. It's just something that had to be done and say that I hope he is now at peace. Red seeing this doesn't care. Walks over. He wants to like search the remains, any clothing, see if there's anything (laughs) of use or value on him. No. Rasmus has already left the room, and the moment that he gets out of sight, like, <laughs> around the corner, he just drops to his knees. And is just, like, he's almost having a panic attack. Just, like, like breathing heavily, leaning on his shield. Um, this this is all too fucking much. Like, he was, he was 100% putting on a show, like a face. Of, and, and you get the idea, this is probably how he's handled this kind of shit in the past. Like, anything that gets overly weird and intense... Uh, he can handle it in the moment, but then he needs a second outside of it. Well, this is the first time that he's been forced fully outside of his home for that. Um, yeah, he's he's in bad shape. Actually, yeah. I'm going to move him a little further. Like, as soon as he's out of sight. I, uh, Zephyr's leaning against the wall because she is not in great shape right now. After, uh, after giving that little sermon, I see Rasmus leave, and I would like to follow him out and just kind of... We offer- lost you there, bud. Well, I didn't catch a word of oh, that. Sorry, no, can you, guys hear me? you went dead silent no. for a second. Yeah, we can't. Can yeah, okay. Let's say, uh, after performing that little thing, I see Rasmus go out. I do want to follow him sincerely, just kind of try to comfort him a little bit, and uh, basically, you know, I kn- I know this is insane and difficult. I'd like to tell you it gets easier, but it doesn't. It- He's he's not like he's not crying or anything. It's not like an outpouring physically, other than just like like heavy breathing and eventually he gets up and just kind of nods like he's he's not vocal or verbal right now and and just straps that shield back into place and and kind of is ready to venture on yeah pat him, pat him on the shoulder and walk back into the room and and also now can we all look is there anything in here worth looking for other than that fucking kid no, uh, as as Zephra explored previously in the toy chest is nothing but just worn, uh, you know, very roughly god toys. The the room is is as every other room has been in this house. It's covered in a layer of dust, but more than most other rooms, it seems put together. It hasn't really been touched other than just the kid. But you do notice that one bed uh, on the uh, left side where he would have come out of. You can kind of see a few cuts in the sheets, but more importantly, it's crumpled. The bed is kind of given way in the center a little bit. This room does look like a kid lived in it. For better from or worse, Alvin, it's kind of... From Alvin away, in like a like shaky voice, Rasmus is going to call, I found the gate. Before we, before I head out of the room, because I want to I kind of like follow what Rasmus is talking about, I just kind of like just stomp my... Like, while everybody is kind of you know, definitely taking this in. My character is definitely more callous about it and kind of just stomps the, the, the clothing, I guess, is what is is left of this particular creature uh, from my point of view as being a, a, a creature of the night and a monster. Is there anything on it that I can take as a trophy? 
Not really. I mean, it, it, even like you consider, a, it, despite the token, there's not really a cloak or anything. There's just a a worn white shirt. Uh, actually, do you remember why am I blanking on the name of the the guy in uh, Hocus Pocus? The kid played by Sean Zachary Zachary Binks. Zachary Binks. Zachary Binks. Thank you. Yeah, it's Zachary yeah. Billow is the pirate yeah. shirt and the pants. Oh no, ladies and gentlemen, everyone just froze up, and uh, everybody froze. Whoa. Okay, no, everybody, okay, okay, everybody's back now. Yeah, yeah, uh, we're good. Yeah, that was weird. I got very quiet. Nobody blinked at all on my end. Yeah, um, yeah. I just kind of like I, I just kind of like roll that up, walk on, and, and just kind of like pocket that, walk on out. Okay. I mean, you 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 have a set of torn up bloodied commoner's clothes as but, it were mm-hmm. so i'm gonna shrug at the other two in the room who are probably watching this and and maybe even like disgusted by it and i'm gonna shrug at him and say it's just material it's not who the boy was it doesn't matter and then i'm gonna leave too and follow out yeah uh as as most of you start shuffling about uh, for the first time really since you've entered this building you do notice a sense of not ease, but you are more comfortable with the atmosphere you are. Now, as all five of you pile toward Uh, that staircase, you feel that dread maybe heavier than you ever have. Real quick, what time of day is it? Because I know not long ago it was like fairly late in the afternoon slash evening. Yeah. Now, mind you, in the room you were just in, it was bricked up, so you wouldn't have had notice. But if you okay. uh, kind of turned your head, look back toward that balcony where there's that outdoor. It's still rainy. It's still foggy, but you can tell it's night. I before we at stopping at the gate, even though I point out that I've unlocked it and all that. Before we go any further, um, not that I'm comfortable to to stay here, but there's obviously nowhere else to go. We might want to consider resting for the night. I don't know about you, but I don't know that I'm prepared to to see whatever's down there right now. And I'm going to suggest that we hole up in, I'm just going to expedite this, room 17. Yeah, whatever room 17 is, (laughs) no, down there at the bottom. I know there's only one bed there, uh, but it seems the safest and the cleanest. And I think we can probably make enough out of, you know, our own bedrolls and stuff, pallets on the floor, lock the door, bar it, whatever we need to do for us to at least be comfortable long enough to get some sleep or some kind of rest. If Cody's cool with that, uh, while everyone is is down there, you know, getting their bedrolls and stuff like that, I'm going to drag one of those mattresses from the other room in there and just throw it on the floor and lay down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, you're strong enough to physically be able to do it, sure. Everyone, everyone's getting like their, their backs against the wall and all that and you just see Aiden just come in with a fucking mattress and just throw it down and be like, all right, I'll take this one. Yeah, you're like a teenager in a dorm room. You just yes. drag that twin mattress off the bed and just take it with you. I, I'll note it's a... I have my own either one off, I don't need It's a plume of dust. Stuff. Like, yeah. it, it's not the greatest, cleanest thing you've it's ever gross. pulled off of a bed frame. Hey, but it's still a bed. You can take it with you. I, and I'm going to flip it so that way it's on the non-dust side. <laughs> That's right. So instead you get the spiders. Oh. Ah. Can we, uh, if I recall it, it that... That bookcase in the bottom right there was empty. Can we bust that bad boy up for some firewood for that wood fireplace there? Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm going to ask Bjorn. While they're doing that, I'm going to ask Bjorn and uh, Red to help me move that desk up against the door and push it against it. Just in case we need to barricade ourselves in. I'm 
I, I would say instead of that, I mean, we could do that, but I was going to suggest I'll, uh, I'll just kind of like back to the wall and just kind of like stay near the door right here for the evening. Like, I dude, still I, think we should put something against it. I think we could do both. We could put that thing against yeah. it, and then if yeah. you want to guard it, yeah, for sure. Let's do that. Yeah, okay. and then and let's all get some shut ass. Shut ass. Would you say shut ass sounds good? Just do what Cody says. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll we'll barricade this with that. Uh, night has fallen. You f- you hear the rain falling outside. The five of you slowly drift off. I assume, Bjorn, you're taking first watch, because that may be a good question. If Bjorn's taking first watch, do you guys wish to rotate watch, or are you leaving him to his own devices? We'll rotate. I mean, we all need to get some rest, so we should rotate. Yeah, I'll take... Should we put anything at the door to the balcony? Yes. Uh, There is... I mean, there's no physical door there. Okay, it's just like a window? Yeah. Okay. You you take this kind of for lack of a better phrase like the parapets on a castle or okay. a manor like it's the Fair the enough. concrete beam coming up as it were. I'll take a second shift in a couple of hours. Okay. Yeah. Throw me in the middle. That's gotcha. usually. I'm taking last one. because I am hurt right now. So. Yeah. You rest. <laughs> you rest up. You and, you and I'm, I'm down to four health points. Yeah. Actually, yeah, Cody. Uh, can I use my lay on hands on him? Or if we're resting, it does it not a, matter? It'll get it back over the rest. No, if it's you're resting, rest. it won't okay. matter. Yeah, we're yeah, good. That's, that's a long rest. It's good. Yeah. I'm good then. So, all right, real quick. Explain to me how this lay on hand works. Because I'm reading it. It says, you have a pool of healing power that can restore 5 HP per long rest. As an action, you can touch a creature to restore any number of HP remaining in the pool or 5 HP to either cure a disease or neutralize a poison effect of the creature. So, I'm guessing I have 5 HP per long rest and then I can use any of that 5 split up however I want it. While you cut out, yeah. yes, that's accurate. So say, okay. for example, you could, during an action, lay hands on Zephra, give her two. Lay hands on Red, give him three. So and now, I, obviously, in combat, that is a every time action you do it. Correct. Okay. Yeah. So, you. But out of combat, it would be yep. a at-will action. That's yeah, what Siphons was. But so, level, the higher level it gets, the better it gets. You get a larger more to work yep. with. And, yeah. Okay, right. cool. So the, the, the camera pans toward the fire, pans toward the window outside, if there were a separate cut, you would uh, have a camera focused on that iron gate that is going down to the crypt. And it goes no further than that top step where you guys would see, but you hear. I couldn't hear anything. Oh, no, we good. didn't hear you. Sorry, I forgot <laughs> too far from the camera. You hear the guttural groans. Okay, something, something. something like. Almost identical to what I did. Yes, exactly. Cool. <laughs> Solid. Perfect. Solid. And that is where we cut it off. Uh, congratulations to you five for surviving so far. That was great combat. Uh, I love that. That was fun. You all uh, will for need me. to level up to level two before Woo-hoo! our next session. Oh, shit. I forgot I was level one. Yep. <laughs> That's because all we've <laughs> done is explore this... a goddamn castle. We haven't done anything. <laughs> I don't think many, a couple of your friends here did not forget they were level one because it was painful. Hell obvious. no. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, I want one cleric is walk- just like I got a rock. Nah. I walked into the vampire fight with like half of my fucking life, and yeah, it was like row three, two. Meanwhile, three. Meanwhile, uh, I couldn't have been happier with that because Aiden Valmont, the vampire killer, put in some vampire killing work on that bitch, just cracking yeah. whips all over the place. <laughs> I was pretty happy with that. So thank you, Dice. Thank you, Dice God, Base God. Yeah. 
And and to think you guys You're the have, only one taking them tonight. Right. And to think you guys have now encountered your first vampire of this campaign. Now mind yeah. you, a child one, but for better oh. or worse, you now have put eyes on the on an entity. Oh yeah, when before, when Aiden was going before. to bed uh, when he was closing his eyes to rest, he he's trying to present that image of confident, and he kind of laid down and closes his eyes and like yawns really loudly, like over exaggerated. But then he kind of turns away from everybody and opens his eyes and stares at the wall because he knows from what he's heard that whatever they're up against is much worse than that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Bjorn's just whatever. And, and that's where we end it. Yep. Sorry, I've never got to do I that gotta- before. I got a question as far as who's the paladin? Your paladin? Mm-hmm. Can you make holy water? We'll talk about that after the show. We got to wrap this up. We got to yep. wrap this up. Cody's got to go to bed. We will wrap it up. Yeah, I mean, yes, I, I do. Uh, but as we wrap it up, I want to say thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode of PZA 85 Plays the Curse of Strahd. Again, once we start next session, our uh, our adventures will be at level two. But before we get to that, we've got a few episodes of things previous and a few episodes of things to come to run down over the next seven days. So, Hunter Shanu, take it away. Uh, we had a really great new episode of Arguably Entertaining last night, which we actually talked about during a little bit of a break earlier, but uh, Steven and Shannon took on The Thing versus the Xenomorphs from Alien. It's the first Arguably Entertaining in months. We're hoping to get back on track. We did what we called the lightning round episodes, so it's a little faster uh, paced than the previous ones, and I, yeah, I I agree. I think it went really well, Uh, and if you're into that level of sci-fi, you should definitely go and check that out. Tomorrow, uh, we've got PWU, Pro Wrestling Unscripted, is back tomorrow night. A lot of of, a lot of stuff happening, some big returns. You were shaking your head no, I was concerned. No, 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 no. I'm <laughs> uh, just saying some some big returns in WWE, especially on Monday night. Uh, they're they're um, continuing the trend. Um, a certain somebody who we won't name, John Laurinaitis, has been terminated by WWE. Uh, Hunter, I don't know if you heard this, but they found another $5 million that Vince McMahon has written checks for that they're going to have to redo yeah. their, oh, yeah. their calls again. So, lots Yeah, they can't about. put their quarterly earnings up yet or reports or whatever because that money. screwed up the numbers. Oh, well, God. you see, this, this, as I saw a positive real quick, is uh, why they had to do all those budget cuts. They didn't <laughs> think they had any money because Vince was paying it out to people left and right That's for having sex with them. So we'll talk more about that tomorrow night. On Thursday, it's uh, uh, Podzilla1985 After Dark, PZ85 After Dark. It's dark time. Uh, No, I don't like that. (laughs) Lindsay, what are we talking about Thursday? I have not thought about it. Yeah, that's right. You know that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think think that's it this week because I think we're we're off on the horse times again. We got too many other things going on. Um, But Monday... Monday, I can tell you, we do have an all-new I Want to Believe next week because we yeah. have Midwest Conference on the Unknown this past weekend, and we have not gotten to talk about that yet in li- at length. Plus, we had a few stories come up that need discussing, so that's all happening next Monday. And then we're back here. We're back here yep. again. Yep. We're back here to- <laughs> <laughs> he said, Cody so was excited. doing other things, and he didn't know. <laughs> I was throwing it back to you, Cody, is what happened there. Yeah, yep. no, sorry. I was pulled up on something for the next session, actually. I know. So I was making sure what I got. So, uh, <laughs> thank you for everybody for listening once again. Again, there's a lot to listen to, and you can listen to it by going to podzilla1985.com. Go to the Facebook page at facebook.com slash podzilla1985. There's a subreddit somewhere, and don't worry about it, but it'll be audio. There are great things to listen to all that we have and the backlog of both the audio and the live stream versions of these presentations. But that's it, and that's all for this next session. We go down the stairs, because unlike most stairs, 
they go down. For Double H, for Shannon, for Lindsay, for Kaz, and for Tanner, I am Cody Sandusky saying thank you very much for sticking around, folks. We'll see you next time for another episode of PZ85 Plays. Later. <laughs>